Supermom, I'm glad you're here. This is the Special Needs Supermom podcast. The glass of wine for your mind. Your tribe where you can relax, unwind and get stronger and more confident about your superpowers. I'm Nadine Villeur, your host. Supermom of an autistic wonderboy and a supergirl battling juvenile arthritis. All while being a military spouse and international entrepreneur. Enjoy your glass of wine. Hello, 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 my fellow special needs supermoms. Today's episode is about special needs and special situations. How to talk to your kids. Why is it so important to talk about special situations, special circumstances like COVID-19? Because no matter their IQ, their age, their special need, kids notice things have changed and they look at you on how to handle it. So before I'll give you some tools on how you can talk to your kid about something like the coronavirus, you need to calm down and have your facts straight. Why? Because they notice. They notice your anxiety, your frantic phone calls with friends or family, you suddenly watching the news 24-7, or you criticizing politics, other people or other countries on how they deal with the current situation. Think about it. Do you really want your kids to shout out in public, later on of course, that Aunt Betty is a moron? Or all people from such and such country are idiots? Do you really want your kid to become really frightened about the outside world because you're now uh, really nervous? You know, it might sound like a brilliant idea that your kid becomes frightened about the outside world at the moment with Corona going on, but Corona will pass. Their changed behavior towards the outside world will not change so easily after all this has gone by. So before talking to your kids, check the facts. And that's not Facebook. Or me saying what my take on things are. Check with medical sites, a local authority, the World Health Organization. And if you have a kid like me that has a higher risk because he or he has a certain disease or uses meds that shut down the immune system, check with your specialists. So now you've got your emotions in check. You can have that conversation. <laughs> you know, you might want to have a glass of wine beforehand. If you're really nervous, be my guest or, you know, have some herb tea. Depending on the special need, being mental or physical, your conversation might be a bit different. I have a 16-year-old wonder boy who is already a bit anxious or feels yeah, too much, as you will. While my 14-year-old has juvenile arthritis and takes meds that basically shut down her immune system. So the concern is different. But their age and attitude also asks for a different approach. But no matter the special need, or the age, or the IQ level, your talk starts with listening. Preferably in a non-formal setting to lessen the possible tension. So while walking the dog, during tea break... Or after you play the board game. First ask them if they have noticed something is going on. If something has changed. And if so, if they noticed, what did they notice? What changed around them that made them aware that something is different now? With COVID-19 that might be, you know, mandatory homeschooling suddenly. Or your parents being at home with you 24-7. 
or not allowed to be uh, playing with friends anymore, but ask them. Then ask them what they think about it. Don't interrupt their answer. And after this, ask them what they would do, what they think is best to do. They might surprise you that they understand more and are more aware of certain rules or certain restrictions. Your response, your advice or your rules afterwards, that's where the special need might be asking for a different approach. As I mentioned earlier, I have a 16-year-old wonder boy who's quite anxious already. So the most important thing for me to do is to make him feel safe. And I do that by sharing the facts. And perhaps with, you know, with COVID-19, I compare them with uh, flu stats. No, the flu is not COVID-19, I know, but most people don't realize, for instance, how many people die of a simple flu. So it kind of takes the special angle out of the situation. I also tell him that I feel really confident that we will come out okay. That he shouldn't be frightened as long as he, you know, follows certain guidelines. It might be a bit different for now, but if you show him you feel in control, your anxious kid might be feeling in control himself or herself as well. You know, especially when you have younger kids, it can be challenging, but defer the attention. That can also help. Focus on all the positive things that are happening because of something. And, you know, if you have that kid that is high sensitive, this is a great, great take on things because it can help them focus on a positive change, making a positive change. Focus on all the positive things that are happening because of something. Ask them what they would do to improve a situation. Here in the Netherlands, for instance, we have a bear scavenger hunt. That basically means people are asked to put a stuffed bear in their window display. So if kids go out for a walk at the moment with COVID-19, they can you know, see how many bears they can spot or uh, ask them to make a big, bright heart cut out of paper and display it in a window or uh, write down with chalk some positive messages on the sidewalk. If you have a kid that has a physical thing going on, again, the facts. Start with the facts, but do check in with your specialist. Yes, I have a daughter with a low immune system, but with COVID-19, she is not more at risk than most kids. The Dutch and European specialists brought out statements and they checked their worldwide network. I turned to them when it comes to her day-to-day health, so why would I question their advice now? Of course, if you think you should do more, by all means, but check the facts with your specialist. First. And if they are at higher risk, tell them why and what they can do about it. Make them be the master of their situation. With COVID-19, it's as simple as washing your hands. And it might be really funny, but so my, my oldest has a cold two out of the four weeks since he was born. So that's 16 years, people. Since the whole wash your hands better, really, I swear... He's not sniveling as much as he used to beforehand. So, you know, something positive came out of it. But no matter the special needs, 
use the facts to explain why certain things have to change and how. Don't be afraid to ask them for help. Don't be afraid to ask your kids for help. Can they come up with certain rules or guidelines for at home? Can they perhaps come up with their own time schedule for mandatory homeschooling? You don't have to be all supermom handling everything perfectly. Especially during COVID-19, where we now also are expected to be their teacher, trainer and entertainer. Give yourself a break. So don't ask only your, your spouse for help. Ask your kids. Because it also makes them, you know, feel worth it and that they are taken seriously. And it helps them master their own situation. So in conclusion, check the facts. Keep yourself, keep your emotions in check. Kids hear and see everything we do. So be sure that you're not walking around like a nervous wreck because your kids will start acting the same way. Then listen to your kids. Ask them what they think about a certain situation and what they would do. Use the facts to explain why certain things have to change and how they have to change. Let them help. My fellow supermoms, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If so, please subscribe. Let me know what you think and tag me on Instagram at Nadine van Leer. And you might win the monthly one-hour special needs supermom coaching session. Stay sane and stay happy. Until the next glass of wine.